Welcome back, comrades. The struggles of the working class never end, and, uh, well, I don't know, let's get to it. It's hump day. It's, uh, I believe, the 29th of April. Was it the 28th? Whatever. It's a Wednesday. I don't even think dates even matter that much right now. But, yeah, you know, we're just kind of trying to deal with this bullshit pandemic and whatever the follow may be. I'm going to just turn this music, background music down a little so I'm not talking over it too much, but give you a little something in case you're not, you don't want to listen to my fucking shitty voice and rather listen to that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're watching the unraveling, really, of uh, our fucking capitalist system, which really, well, we're just unra- unraveling, period. Um, it's funny, I, uh, and I hope to have her as a guest, my neighbor, one of these days. Uh, she's an EMT and, uh, you know, like a paramedic and, uh, you know, one of the few that we have in my town and... We were chatting the other day, and, you know, I'd like to definitely have her on and uh, so she can elaborate with what she's going through. And I think what's been forgotten throughout this is, like, because this kind of took over everything, um, it's not like society's ills just stopped, right? It's, it's not like people just stopped, you know, abusing, uh, you know, opioids uh you know there was still an opioid epidemic you know when this all happened um there you know there was still people with other health issues um that got pushed to the wayside and you know non-elective surgeries being canceled and even elective surgeries being canceled for a month you know uh you know i i understand I, well, huh, I guess I can't under in some way I can and I can't because you know I am working through this and I get it like I mean at some point though like something kind of phases into you and this is I think just part of the human condition where you don't even fucking worry about it anymore it's just like well if I get it I get it you know and ho- you know hopefully it works out for the best right um, you know I don't want to be that two and a half or three percent that don't fucking pull through, right, you know, like, fuck, I'd want to be, uh, dying in a fucking hospital ICU ward on a ventilator by myself with, you know, no family around me, and it's like, fuck that shit, like, you know what I mean, I'll, you know what, I should have the right to choose how I get to go, and you know what, I would just as soon, like, fucking put a bullet in my skull, right, so, I know that's harsh for probably people to hear but like look you know what I mean sometimes you just want to you know want to have the right to call your own number and uh that's the thing um well, let's put on some silver sun pickups love these fucking guys um yeah anyway but you know looking towards um kind of how this all plays out and I see like a series of scenarios and um, maybe I might elaborate. Like, this is just kind of like I'm just kind of spouting off, right? So, I, I, I don't know if 
even what I'm going to title this episode, like it fucking matters at this point, but you know, there's just so much fucking stupidity out there. And, and, and have you ever noticed, like, you know, I joined Twitter in October of, uh, 2019, just before the Canadian federal election. And what a different world. Um, it's something where, you know, you kind of know, but you don't know what you don't know. Somebody will tell you, you know what I mean? And you got to have thick skin and the fucking world of Facebook, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, I think Facebook is really made up of those fucking Walmart people you see, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the fucking really morbidly obese fucking people wearing fucking Daisy Dukes and you see like, you know, 80% ass cheek that you wish you never saw, you know, the things you can never really unsee, right? And, you know, you lose your appetite for the rest of the fucking day uh, because really you wanted to grab a Big Mac or something on the way out. Not that I would fucking support McDonald's now, especially in Canada, now that you're moving away from fucking Canadian beef. So a big fuck you. Um, Wendy's will now get my business. Uh, as far as I know, Burger King uses fucking Canadian meat. So, um, you know what? You know, go eat a dick, McDonald's. My kid still likes it, so you know what? I'm not going to bring the product. I'll wait till he's a little. He's fucking eight. You know what I mean? He doesn't know the political fucking difference. But maybe, you know what? Maybe I start teaching him at a young age. Speaking of my eight-year-old son, who I've chatted with a few times during the week, uh, or usually do, um, he had a cool little fucking car. He, uh, you know, decided to put, uh, you know, like a little toy car that he stuck fucking toothpicks all over it. And it, he called it his, uh, uh, you know, kind of his apox, apocalypse, uh, fucking apocalypse fucking vehicle. Right. And he goes, yeah, you know, the zombies and stuff. You go, you drive around, and it'll stab him in the head, the throat, the mouth, whatever, right? Like, you know, he's going for the fucking kill shots here, right? Like, it's, you know, you know, not just wounding. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to put you fucking down, right? Tough generation. Those fucking kids, I don't know what generation you're going to call them. I think we just call them generation badass because they're going to be fucking absolutely ruthless, man. Um, and not to say that they're cold-hearted. They're very fucking, like my kid... He's a very empathetic in, you know, oddly enough, like, I don't know where he's been gifted with this, but very good at math and helps other students with their math work. Now, of course, with schools being shut down, I mean, he's feeling probably a little bit lost, but he did have, you know, a kid to play with the other day, which was good to hear on the weekend. And so, like, you know what I mean? There's some semblance of normalcy, right? And I think... As this fucking progresses, I think a lot of us are going to give less of a fuck of, like, the impact of, like, or the potential impact. I mean, really, you know, it just kind of proves that, you know, you know, the only fate is the fate you make. But at the end of the day, you know, you kind of can't really, I think as a, you know, as a race, just as people, we're realizing we don't have absolute fucking control. Not this time, right? Um... It's probably not as bad as uh, pandemics past, but bad enough where... And I think the only reason it's been made as bad as it's been is its economic impact. Um, you know, again, we're watching the demise of fucking capitalism. And, you know, companies just not stepping up to the plate. Like, you know, you're seeing fucking processing plants, meatpacking plants, fucking whatever. 
um, you know, places where people work in close quarters, you're hearing stories about people having to work sick at Amazon because, well, until they're tested, they've tested positive, you know, you still work, right? And which is just absolutely ludicrous, forcing people to work when they're sick because really they have no fucking option, right? Because they haven't had a system put into place. Um, you know what I mean? I think paid sick days, paid sick leave should be eligible for every, whether the fucking government fucking subsidizes it, you know, because if a small business can't fucking pull it off, I can get that. But like some of these big country or big companies, like these fucking meat packing plants, processing plants, like they're big corporate conglomerates, right? Like they've got the fucking money to do this shit. In fact, the ones that are fucking closed, especially here in Southern Alberta due to this pandemic, Brooks, the packing plant, Lakeside Packers, um, fucking Cargill and fucking High River, for Christ's sakes, you know, you guys fucking probably rake in, I don't know what, a billion a year, who knows, like, I, I honestly never even looked it up, I, I just, you know, you know how many head of cattle, like, I think I dated a chick that worked at fucking Cargill, you know, back in, like, you know, we're going back, like, over 20 years here, and, fuck, yeah, she was a, she was fun, um, but she was fucking crazy, too, in the fact that she got great pleasure in being knee-deep in fucking blood all day, um, I, I don't know where to go with that, um, but, you know, for the, these companies, like, I mean, now you've got to shut down, these people have to sit at home for minimum two fucking weeks, ten days, two weeks, and, you know, they should even have to rely on any government assistance, those companies have made enough fucking money. And I, I just, I'm waiting for the fucking anger. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting riled up, pissed off, because I'm just seeing the inequities of, like, how, you know, us as workers, and especially those of us who are still working through this, like, and it's, look, my company does what it can to screen and, like, you know, and ultimately safety is my responsibility, too, and I do, you know... I'm as diligent as I can be, but nothing's 100%. And nothing in life is 100%. And that's what we've always been told, right? That being said, I'm probably going to go on a couple of fucking tangents here because I guess that's what I do. But, like, these fucking plants, are you kidding me? Like, pay these people. You can pay them their wages while they're out of work. And, you know, for some of these people out there that are like, look, you know, they're bitching and moaning about fucking immigration and shit. But if it wasn't for fucking immigrants who make up the vast majority of the people working at these fucking meat processing plants or poultry farms or our agricultural, basically our whole fucking agricultural industry, if it wasn't for these fucking newly adopted Canadians, and like they're fucking more Canadian in my mind than. Canadians that have been here for fucking generations. There is nothing more irritating in me, especially with these fucking, you know, oh, my family came from fucking Ireland like four generations ago or back in the 1800s and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we, we starved because, you know, there's no fucking potatoes and, you know, and it's just like, well, okay, one thing I don't get about fucking Ireland and, like, nothing against Irish people. I like Irish people. I, I mean, I have... I, I had many friends of Irish descent or, 
whatever. But it's just like, how the fuck did a million people die of fucking starvation because he ran out of fucking potatoes? Like, it makes no fucking sense. Like, to me, it's just like, okay, well, you don't seem like very useful fucking people to me because, you know what, you were surrounded by water. Did you ever stop to think to fucking fish? Like, I don't know. Maybe try growing another fucking root vegetable? You know, it just, what, it never fucking crossed your mind? Like, well, potatoes ain't working this year. (laughs) Fuck, we're going to die. What the fuck? Like, you know, and then these are the same people generations later, after probably, you know, you know, living in a town of fucking four or five hundred and just mixing with each other, the same people over and over, you know, because enough inbreeding will get you fucking stupid people. And they'll, um, you know, be bitching about fucking immigrants. And it's like, look, there's a time and a place. Now, right now, in the midst of our fucking economy collapsing, probably taking in fucking half a million or fucking 300,000, whatever the fucking number is, new fucking people isn't the best idea. You know, and like, you know, that is where, you know, the prime minister needs a fucking slap of fucking reality. Like, one, you know, there's no economy to, for these people to sustain themselves. And mark my words, most of these people don't want to be on fucking assistance. They're very useful. They take the fucking jobs that most fucking Canadians deem as beneath them and Americans. Um, more fucking... They take... You know, they're willing to do the things that most average Canadians just won't do. Like, how many fucking waitresses... Let's be fucking honest here. If we're going to fucking be honest... I'm going to be fucking honest. Now, we're going to have probably like two, one and a half million to probably two, you know, because it's the hospitality industry is going to take a big fucking hit this summer, right? Unless there's some fucking magic cure overnight, which, let's be fucking honest, ain't happening. But we end up with, say, a million and a half, two million fucking unemployed fucking waitresses out there. Because let's be honest, the service industry is taking a shit kicking, right? You know, in businesses that run basically, you know, that need booze sales, you know, like those businesses are going to fucking die. You know, they're just not going to fucking get through this. And let's be fucking realistic here. This is where shit gets really fucking bad and sad. And then the trickle down effect. Now, because waitresses are often, you know, got to doll themselves up, you know, because they got to make tips. You know, you think they're going to work on a fucking, the floor of some fucking manufacturing plant? No, they don't, they don't have that fucking intestinal fortitude that, because the thing with waitressing is like, yeah, when it's busy, it's great, but then when it's downtime, you know what I mean? When it's slow, you know, they can kind of fuck the dog. And I'm not saying they don't work hard. I don't, I'm not saying they're not useful people, but let's be honest. Like, you know what I mean? Like they never they based everything on the backs of other people's generosity. That's not to say that some of these fucking, you know, like these major chains couldn't pay them more than a fucking base wage. You know what I mean? So the customers wouldn't feel obligated. You know, like, if I knew a waitress was making, you know, 18 bucks an hour, you know, because I'm already paying an exorbitant amount for my fucking alcohol and for my fucking food being cooked in a kitchen... Um, you know, by the, you know, by usually 
you know, some immigrant fucking cooked for, well, depends. It depends on the restaurant. I mean, I've been to a fucking Boston pizza and it's full of fucking Filipinos and shit. And they're fucking hardworking people. And they're, you know, you know, the, the Latinos that come to work our fucking fields. Hardworking people and beautiful fucking people. And they make food taste better. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, some of these... Yeah, I, you know what? Like, look, I'm not going on a, a fucking anti-immigration rant. I'm just saying, at the moment, probably not a fucking good idea. Let's not put these people... Like, you know, everyone's going to be in a fucking hard spot to begin with. So... Ugh... Man, the beer is fucking going down good tonight. You know, and what's even better is uh, I was chatting with my sister the other night, and geez Louise, yeah, fuck, up till fucking 12.30, and I was just fucking hammered. I fucking knocked back about fucking nine or ten beer, I think. I can't remember. I was hungover all day at work. Got shit done, but hey, you know. But again, you know, we're going to get back to, like, you know, where this fucking pandemic's going, because... I've got a couple of scenarios i got to touch on where, especially with the onset of summer coming, it's going to get a little fucking dicey. It's going to get a little ugly. It might even get a little Mad Maxy, you know, as to quote fucking Jimmy Dore. Fuck, I love that guy. But, in, you know, if you haven't watched the guy, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, not a lot of people are listening to me. But to those that are my faithful, faithful audience, I appreciate it and I love you. And... I'll get back. I'm going to run through a couple of scenarios. And, you know, you know, let's... Maybe we'll call this episode... You know what? Could be the Summertime Blues. It sounds about right. It's a good song. Anyway, I'm going to pause for the cause. I'm going to have a smoke, and then we'll get back at her. All right. Well, comrades, I bet you didn't even realize I just had a smoke. And, uh... Suck back some more beer, and, uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm also rethinking the title, because, like, whatever, uh, it'll come to me, um, anyway, you know, some of the scenarios I'm envisioning for what's coming, um, so, like, there's gonna be this fucking undoing, this capitalist fucking bloodletting, and I cannot fucking wait. I, I, I'll be fucking honest. I want to see it all fucking come down. You know, now we know it won't completely fucking... There's gonna be some measures in place. And, like, you know, picking winners and losers is fucking easy. Winners, the uber wealthy. Losers, working class fucking people like me. Um homeowners, you know, or, you know, we got to get out of that fucking term. If you have a mortgage, you're not a fucking homeowner. You don't own shit. You're basically renting from the fucking bank. So really, you don't own anything. Um, get that through, you know, let that fucking process, let that fucking marinate in your mind for a little while. Um, so the onset of summer is coming and we can see supply chain disruptions. I don't think there's supply chain shortages. Um, I think our food, we, we in North America waste so much fucking food. It's disgusting. Um, really we could feed every fucking poor person for fucking ever (laughs) with the amount of food that's wasted. I mean, Walmart alone fucking, (coughs) 
throws out fucking enough food to feed a fucking small country. Um, but what I'm talking about is this, the disruptions in our privileged fucking lives. And we're going to see this in a bad way. Um, so, you know, backlogs, uh, you know, because, it, like, until there's an absolute handle on this, you know, we're, like I said, uh, meatpacking plants closing down. You know what I mean? So, you know, you end up with t- temporary shortages. Trust me, we've got a lot of fucking beef on this fucking continent, man. Like, uh, I drove, you know, 70 kilometers to a job today that, you know, through this fucking ranch land area. And just in this one ranch, I mean, the guy has to have about fucking, and not a very big ranch, actually, by the, any stretch of the means. I mean, a fair size, probably like 40 fucking acres or something. And the guy's got to have about fucking two to 300 head of cattle on there. Like, you know, that's just one, you know, like, and there's hundreds of them, if not thousands, like in Western Canada. So we've got a lot of beef. We got a lot of fucking pork. We got a lot of chicken. It's not that we don't have a lack of food. It's the, the disruption in the supply chain. Um, you know, as far as south of the border, fucking far more dire because um, people aren't receiving, you know, money, right? That's not to say, like, the same situation isn't going to be bad for us here in Canada. Because, um, like I said, getting back to, like, say, hairdressers and fucking waitresses, because, let's be honest, waitresses get all fucking dolled up. They got to look good, for you know, to earn those tips. And, you know, like, Let's be honest. Like, I mean, a fucking bar owner once told me in Jasper, he's like, hey, TNA sells fucking a lot of beer. And, you know, he hired some pretty hot fucking waitresses, man. No word of a lie. But getting aside from that, you know, it's the disruptions in our kind of like privileged daily lives. And I think that where people make a, you know, people reach a fucking breaking point. And they've been, been doing polls of people reaching their breaking point. And like, if this extends into July, people will have reached their fucking breaking point. Um, you're going to be hard pressed to fucking keep people cooped up when the weather's nice. You're going to have a hard time. You know, people want to enjoy the outdoors and do all these things and, you know, have barbecues, have fucking friends over. Um, we're going to see the death and it's a slow bloodletting of this fucking capitalist system where, you know what I mean, um, you know, even some of these, you know, your Boston pizzas and shit like that, and your fucking Kelsey's and Applebee's, you know, they're going to take a fucking hit, right? They're all going to take a hit. Um, but, you know, tourism takes a fucking massive shock, uh, shock to the system. And I just think the absolute desperation, because let's remember, this fucking bail of money is not forever. Um, so there will be dissent. There will be people fighting against, you know, it's a human being's natural in- inclination to get close to one another, right? Well, in certain societies anyway. Um, but no, there, there's going to be strife and, you know, we're going to be sick of fucking our leaders standing up at fucking podiums, you know, and trusting them because they're not trustworthy to begin with. And they have let us down at every turn. Not to say, you know what, like, yeah, 
you know, money's getting into the hands of Canadians, not so much in the, you know, in America, which is going to be, I mean, there'll be fucking riots down there. Like, you've already got people lining up for fucking food hampers. I mean, you know, America has become fucking Venezuela, right? Like, and, you know, it's kind of funny how this shit's playing out. Now, like I said, hopefully it gets all Mad Maxi, and thanks in part that I have an eight-year-old son with a great imagination, we'll know how to battle through this. And at the end of the day, you know what? If I don't pull through, he'll do the right thing, and he'll save himself and probably eliminate me. Um, but no, uh, kidding aside, um, yeah, it's it's going to get dicey. It's going to get ugly. Uh, people are going to lose their fucking homes. You know, we're going to have to reevaluate how we live our fucking lives. And, you know, what's a necessity? You know, what fucking kind of gets me pissed off is like, you know, when people on Facebook, you know, going back to this shit, like, you know, I just want to fucking get my kid a haircut or something. It's like, well, put a fucking bowl on his head, order a Flowbee on fucking Amazon. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, this is really a fucking concern. Your kid's hair. He's not even in fucking school. And you know what? He's kind of fucked up. Like, a lot of these kids are kind of fucked up. And they're going to be even more fucked up. But, like, this kid in particular, he's fucked up. Like, you know, I'm just talking in a uh, relation to someone I know. And, yeah, you know, your kid, I think the most important thing is your kid gets the extra, you know, because he needs, you know, I'm not saying he's, like, fucking retarded and shit. But, like, you know, he's... I don't know, kind of fucked up. So he just needs extra help, right? Like, I don't know if it's some fucking ADHD thing or whatever, right? But look, you know, these are the things, like, that are going to be impacted. Like, all kind of the daily things we were accustomed to and the extra, you know, help for a kid in school or whatever, and now that parent has to fucking deal with that and doesn't have the skills to deal with that, which just goes to show you the importance of fucking educators and kind of what they go through in... When people bitch like they get paid too much and their fucking pensions and all this shit. And it's just like, look, enough of attacking the common worker and attacking each other. It's fucking stupid. We got to get away from it. We, we just... Once we learn this is a class war and we figure that out, it's a class war. This is a war on us. It's an attempt to fucking change the dynamics of our workplace It'll be an attempt to drive down wages, increase profits, um, benefit the fucking corporates, you know, the suits, these old fucking white guys and one bitchy old white white woman that will, probably might look like a fucking dude. Um, you know, just to fuck us over and basically, you know, increase their fucking profit margins because at the end of the day, that's all they really give a shit about, Right. They couldn't give a shit about how many of us die in a fucking meatpacking plant. So, you know, because you know what? There'll be some more fucking immigrants to take their place because we know the general population ain't going to fucking do it. You know, and it's funny when people bitch about, oh, these immigrants are taking my job. Oh, really? You were going to do that job? You know, the fucking says the guy that's like, well, no, uh, it doesn't pay enough because, you know, my... Unemployment benefits pay me more than what that job would pay me if I worked. And it's just like, well, there you go. You know, no. And I met a lot of people like that just 
well, I work just enough, you know, so I can collect fucking unemployment benefits, you know. You know, and it's like, look, I don't care. You know, great, good on you. But then don't fucking cry and whine that somebody's taking a fucking job that you would never in a million years fucking do. So, anyway, yeah, I'm just ranting, babbling. It's a Wednesday, and I'm just trying to get through the fucking work week like a lot of people are. And for those of you that aren't, shitty. Like, I mean, my heart goes out to you. I can't imagine how frustrating it is. Um, I'm really worried for how this plays out because I know things are going to get fucking really ugly. People are going to lose their patience, you know. But we weather the storm and our actual fight has to be taken against the fucking elites, you know. So if we get our hands, or if we manage to get our hands on some of these rich, wealthy motherfuckers, we make them fucking pay. And if that means fucking, you know what, we all get back to work, but then it's like, you know, we mass unionize, we fucking, or we fucking organize a fucking lockdown, or not a lockdown, but a fucking general strike, then that's what we do. I think a general strike sends a strong motherfucking message. You look at any country's that have done that, it has been highly successful. It can fucking bring down governments and bring down tons of change. That being said, um, I just want to reiterate one more thing. With all this kind of money printing, please be wary that these motherfuckers are going to start talking austerity. Yeah, I said it here. Come back to me, DM me, the brown Bolshevik, and... I said it here, and like you'll be like, holy fuck, you were right. And mark my words, come fucking next year. Because they're going to let us go through Christmas. They're going to let us kind of feel good about ourselves. Things might improve just enough. Or they don't. But you know what I mean. And then they're going to hammer us next year. And then it's going to be like... Because in like it happened in group... It happened in Greece. We're talking a Western democratic nation, a proud fucking nation that has been reduced to fucking, well, they're, you know, they must feel so futile and humiliated. I can't imagine. And to think that they won't put limits on what you can withdraw, how much money you can pull out of your account, what you can spend, you know, they will now have that access and they will take. The grabbing hands will fucking Take what they want. Unless we fucking unite as working people, get pissed off, and the fucking police, everyone, I think that's what everyone worries about, the fucking cops. Well, don't worry. If they can't get paid, well, maybe they got to join our side. Because everyone's going broke. Municipalities, fucking provinces, states, cities in America, cities in Canada, People can't pay their property taxes. This is what, this is the fucking reality. And like, we have to get fucking angry. We have to get mobilized and we have to get organized. Anyway, peace out. I got more work to do. I got a couple more beer to drink and I'm calling it a night. Comrades, the fight continues. Special shout outs. It's Speechless Bean. Keep it real. Uh, Marie Kazakoff. Uh, Ghost Froze. Uh, 420 Mercy, Maine. Uh, I think 
Caroline Calloway's in fucking hiding. Um, Psychic Dolphin, Sex Confetti, Lil Babushka, Calgary, you know, at Calgary Bebop, uh, Capital Vault 420, Political Anal Fist, Shinobi Kenobi, fucking all you motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, who else am I? Uh, Exoplasm, uh, all you motherfuckers of Backdoor Hinge. You guys are fucking dynamite. Uh, if you're listening, Thank you. Like I said, please DM me or at least interact. You know, I'll try to get a little more active. I've been, things have actually been really busy for me at work. And, uh, yeah, I'll try and get a little more active on Twitter. But, you know, again, uh, can't say enough for the support. Um, you know, uh, shit, who else? There's someone else. I was blackhammer.org. Yeah, like, you know, you guys are all fucking dynamite. And, uh, yeah, keep it real. Uh, Cloud Grifters, yeah, you know, you're the shit. Anyway, peace out, motherfuckers. And, yeah, I kind of ranted and raved for a little longer than normal. But hopefully it was somewhat entertaining. If not, hopefully a little inspiring. And, you know, contact me, DM me. You know, we can organize on a mass scale here. We've got the technology to do this so let's fucking get her done anyway pitter patter let's get at her and uh you know time for our fucking poppers